really know what's going on over there other than everybody's dumb. The instant you step out of line, you say something that they don't like and they don't like you personally, they're going to use all those pre-existing laws and they're going to use it on you. A woman exposed her male genitalia to women and underage girls. That's what happened. It's pure propaganda and it's super cringe, by the way. Um, <laughs> super, it's super cringe. Biggest callback episode of all time on Author Opinions, uopod.com, Twitter, YouTube, the best podcast on Getter, guy on Twitch, and then of course if you're listening on audio at Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, please share, leave us a review if you're listening to the audio version, it takes probably 10 seconds, of course you want to give it 5 stars, and then uh, share on YouTube, subscribe on our YouTube channel. Share on every other platform. If you're on Getter, please reshare this on Getter and uh, help us grow. You know, uh, we're just uh, young, budding individuals in this workaday world trying to figure out what's going on between transgender swimmers, train fatalities. Um, what else is on the board? The Proud Boys in January 6th and prosthetic loop teacher. Balloons. Yeah. Eric Butler. And I just wanted to say. Um. Yeah, just uh, on that note, we're only accepting five-star reviews, right? Those, well, those oh, are the only yeah. ones we're accepting. That's a good way to get somebody to troll you with lower <laughs> reviews. And of course, we'll read Super Chats on the air here. I see this platform we're using is now offering QR codes. I won't use those because I don't believe in them. Um, it's just a way for somebody to be like, hey, your data. I was watching Shark Tank yesterday, as I'm known to do, and, and they're all bidding crazily for an app that scans your face for... Uh, custom glasses and obviously it has nothing to do with the glasses like anybody like hey this is what glasses will look like obviously they want your facial scanning technology so then you can build a database of facial technology so i'm not into giving away data um if you want if, if it seems too good to be true eric it probably is so um i don't know how qr codes came back i feel like they locked down Everybody had universally been like, I don't want to have to take out my phone and scan something so that you my phone information just so I can be linked to your page. Like I could just easily go to your website and then they're pretty much gone. And then when the lockdowns happen, they're like, you got to use QR codes now again, everybody for the airports and for your ID and to see what your temperature is at the time. So I think our codes are a scam. Um, and I won't be using them, and neither will Wait, be the viewers so, of this podcast. Well, was that was was that a recent Shark Tank? For I, I'm I'm out of the loop on Shark Tank. That's still I don't happening. Know. Is that like a new one, or is that old, or does it? I mean, are they, probably are they old. I, oh, I think so. There's so many seasons. Um, there's a 24 uh, there's a 24 hour Shark Tank channel that I watch, and they came from 2011 to 2020. You got a problem with that, Eric? Well, there's a 20. It's funny because there's a 24 hour cops station that I watch. There is. <laughs> it just, it just pretty much Reels off. TV is just a real channel, though, but that just runs cops 24 yeah. 7. That's right. I get all your filthy American channels, too. British TV is the worst, though. It's all here's a company with, you know, we're early in the podcast. I think you're supposed to go for the first 10 minutes without saying stuff that gets you banned, but, um, transgender people and lesbians and everything. And then every British commercial has this huge disclaimer at the the bottom you know you they won't become cool if you eat mcdonald's stuff like that so british tv is the worst i'd rather awesome. watch the 
car insurance companies and pharmaceutical commercials of U.S. TV. Well, it's funny you said transgenders and lesbians, which are obviously, if you think about it for one split second, they're completely opposed to each other, right? Like you, same. What well, like, depends on which way they're going. Trans. I can't. I th- look. This has been a running thing on this show and all my content, basically. But I, I, <laughs> I am not. Uh, this is the hill I will die on. It's not. I mean, How many episodes did we do Leah Thomas in a row? I think it was like eight. I don't know if it was that many, but then, but then we lost. You don't think? We, I don't know if, I mean, two months, maybe, maybe you could be right. I, I mean, last year, probably hard. around this time. But the, I mean, the news cycle is so crazy, right? Like we, we'll, we'll finish this show and then there'll be a story that I want to talk about next Sunday, but there'll be a week of stuff. I mean, it's just so insane. Sure. It's, it's impossible to keep track of this stuff, but Leah is back because was it the daily wire? Is this the title? Is this the, the title track? We're doing here. This is the title track, but this is not the Daily Wire. This is a guy's thread. But yeah, I guess yeah, he he's one of these guys, and it's funny because I was just bad talking this guy to you seconds before, and then I was like, they hired the biggest nerds to do their podcast about sports. Like they should have hired me. Um, oh, Daily Caller, sports all, guy. Yes. Daily okay. Callers always had better guys doing sports, and usually they, a couple of them have gone to um outkick yeah i got a a real bone to pick with daily caller tell him to come see me i don't (laughs) david hookstead is a guy went from daily caller to outkick and then will kane went from i think espn to fox so there's this whole like weird exodus where it's like somebody like me or maybe that i don't know david hookstead but going from writing to from a mainstream outlet let's say and then he transitions to sports and it's funny you got will kane who's a sports guy who transitions to news it's just funny how there's this little pipeline that goes through them um but uh crane and these guys uh, i was just badman i have to you know you know when you put a vacuum on reverse i had to push it back out because <laughs> i'll be doing good work out here um i never watched the show so i'm just talking ish for no just kind of what i do um but he has this thread that brought back leah thomas us for this amazing callback episode that we've got going here and i'm gonna blow up a little bit for us for the viewers at home that was me i think no that's fine uh jake crane said this is a thread we never 3.9 million views i just want to throw that out there so that's uh i'm not twitter i'm not on twitter as you know but that seems like a pretty good amount of views am i wrong that's a good amount that's three point Eight nine nine more million views than my tweets gets. <laughs> okay, this is a thread we never expected to write. We sat down with women's swimmer Riley Gaines. Now she is um, this girl who spoke out against it uh, on the name of Leah Thomas, which is crazy because you have like at least a dozen people on this swimming team, if I'm not mistaken, and like upwards of three have spoken out against Leah Thomas. So the rest are just fine with. Uh, I say this dongs a flying. Uh, in the chain. No, they're not. They're not fine with it. They're not fine with. It. They've been scared. Well, they don't want to say successfully, anything. right? Yeah. Uh, shared a lot of info. They did some digging. So it turns out, um, the miraculous person that is Lee Thomas has a backup Instagram account. Blah blah blah. Who cares? There's their personal one, but then a oh so cleverly written one called Leah Timmis. Who would have even found that? Who would have even thought? Thought, Eric, that you'd use the letter next to the O in the alphabet on the keyboard. <laughs> um, 
promoting messages in play. On the other one, in the private account, you can see Leah K. Thomas is, of course, verified because we're in Instagram. And you, if you're got pronouns in your name, you automatically get uh, verified. But Leah Timmis, which is just a picture of him in a mask, <laughs> has, you know, 361 followers. So in our research, says at uh, Jake Crane underscore, we found the observant wears. Oh, identified multiple IG posts about genophilia, which is you know um, dressing up as a woman for, for sexual pleasure like you th- basically what we've talked about on the show Eric and that's the hilarious about this is that before any of this stuff started getting popularized let's pat ourselves on the back here I watch um, uh, Michael Knowles talk about it a lot and now um, it's coming out with Leah Thomas that a lot of these people let's call them you can't see these people. A lot of these people. <laughs> you people. The, yeah, exactly. Don Cherry. They want to be the hot chick, right? It's a guy who wants to be the hot chick. He doesn't get the attention. He's like, if the only way I can get, like, they probably tried everything. Their life's a little bit sad. I'm not saying this to be mean, but their life's a little bit sad. And then they can't figure out how to get girls. So they're just like, wouldn't it be better if just I was the hot chick, if I got all the attention? And that's what it is. You can see that play out in plenty of movies over our time. Me and Eric are only 19, but you <laughs> but you know how much we love movies. You've seen how that story play out in many, many movies over time. Guy who doesn't get attention from girls gets angry, maybe comes, you know, whatever happens in the movie. And he thinks that uh, it would be so much better if he was the one in power and being able to give this attention. That's what's happening with Leah Thomas here. The autogen Philia is a person who off by dressing up as the woman. Can so, I just Leah Thomas? Just, yes, you can. Um, okay, so there's this word for it, autogenophilia or whatever. Okay. Now, is this is this really any different from just a cross dresser? I mean, of course they get their they get their kicks by doing that. You put this word on it and then it becomes like a scientific thing, right? It's kind of well, like maybe now bear with me here. Maybe this is maybe this is a bridge too far. But it's like when people say things like, um, this is a emotional support animal. Aren't all pets emotional support animals? Like, isn't that what, I mean, it's, it's a companion, right? Like, it just feels like you're putting a name on it. Now, don't get me wrong. This entire thing is completely weird, but don't, isn't that the part, the, the point of all of it? Like you said a week or maybe two weeks ago it was, they get their kicks, right? They're, they're weird sexual fantasies by, by doing this. So now it's just got the name that I had never heard before this story broke. I mean, what's really the difference? Between this well, and, I don't and think regular, there, I don't think there is any difference. I think what is going on here is all types of sexual preferences and let's call them perversions or sexual whatever you want to call them that vary from heterosexuality as a name. Heterosexuality as a name, um, and anything that varies from the norm, let's say, of hetero and homosexuality, the most basic, like you know, like one and two, um, of everything. It's going to have a name. Like if you're into auto erotic, you know, the guy who from Kung Fu, the legend continued to choke himself while, while touching himself, that sort of thing. <laughs> so these weird that are out of the norm, they come up with a medical term for it. And that's just what this is. A cross dresser. Yes. If he's not going through any surgery, if a transgender person doesn't go any sur- through any surgery, and this was the case before, you know, yesterday <laughs> that a person who didn't go through with any surgeries was just cross dressing. Now, um, ever since, you know, Blair Thomas argued with people on a vice panel, people are supposed to accept that, um, Blair White. 
Yeah, Blair White was arguing. Blair Thomas, dra- that's like a terrible high. Did I say Blair Thomas? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoa, what's going like on here? <laughs> Basically, what I'm saying is they they want you to believe that even if the person hasn't had any surgeries, has done no effort to change their sex at all or their gender at all, even though you can't really, if they haven't gone through any surgeries or hormonal treatments, that they're still transgender because they believe they're opposite sex that's what uh that's what i'm getting at there so is it the same thing yes but they want you to believe it's not so agp genophilia is a male's propensity to be sexually aroused by the thought of himself as a female and so these are some of the the um the posts here liked by this leah timis account which is of course ncaa record champ leah tom um so this post is what a girl looking at herself in the mirror and i guess being attracted to itself. Um, with the this one says talking about sexuality with my hetero. I'm guessing that means hetero friends. I don't. I'm guessing. Wait, H. But talking about sexuality. Is that what it is? Yeah. Do you want to try to look that up? Yeah. What the hell that is? And then talking about my other friends. I'm guessing that's two men dressed as women get women getting it on. Um. And that was from this Nicole girl. Next tweet number four, Jay Crane said, like by Leah Timmis, is still found in the Instagram account of Gwen Weisskopf, Leah's alleged romantic partner. So this is a crude drawing that I don't, I'm going to cover up there with the cursor of two men dressed as women kissing. <laughs> have we come that far like, that we have to censor this weird cartoon draw? Like, I mean, that's crazy. That's right. Um, so what's going on there now is Gwen Wife's cop, which is another amazing tangent to the story, Eric, is that Leah Thomas living this, I guess you could call it somewhat secret life or else you wouldn't be stuff on your own personal account. Um, not only is he doing all this stuff and outwardly admitting, but not, not directly that he's dresses as a woman because he thinks it's hot, not because he feels that he really is a woman. But he's also got a boyfriend girl who is also <laughs> a guy who named Gwen, who identifies as a transgender woman. And I'll bring this back up now. Uh, Gwen, who I, this is Jake Crane again, uh, you know, really bringing Leah Thomas back to her life. So shout out Jake Crane. Gwen, who identifies Leah as his girlfriend, is also a, quote, trans woman. According to a GoFundMe page for Gwen's breast augmentation, he's also a, quote, unlicensed social worker living in Philadelphia, a.k.a. the city of Broadway brotherly law hilarious okay, so, wait, so how did he get the he he so crane i assume has some sort of personal or burner account that he was able to get the the follower i think accepted. the girl i think the people that he cited in the old tweets here are the ones that found it uh, uh i'm get, so the girl the swimmer riley Gaines, who's a uh, who again okay. is the swimmer and she was at that uh i think it was in Utah presenting the, the state with a petition so she's out there doing it. And I'm guessing she's the one that provided with uh, provided imageries and the sourcing because somebody probably reached out to her. But uh, Gwen here, which is actually a guy, has a Go Leah thing with, uh, is that a stingray holding a trans flag? Don't see why that is. I'm Can just... you go back to that HSTS thing? Is it, that was. Yes. Was that... Did you find the definition? Well, I, I want to. I think so, but so talk, it says talking about sexuality with my HSTS friends versus talking about sexuality with my what's that other one? A- GP. 
friends. AGP. Okay, so according to Wikipedia here, homosexual, mm-hmm. transsexual. So, okay. Homosexual. Tra- so, so that's a gay trans guy who doesn't understand to be a trans guy who is attracted to himself, basically. I think what we're this going is so confusing. There. I'm I'm genuinely confused. So a home a homosexual trans and this is again from Wikipedia. So don't Susan or whoever new Susan, the new Indian guy who's probably going to be worse than <laughs> Susan. We're gonna go. We're gonna get the you know if Susan is Andrew Cuomo, we're gonna get the Kathy Hochul. But this is this is the Wikipedia definition. So it says controversial term for trans woman. So a Man, guy. quote, transitioning into a woman who are mm-hmm. attracted to men or yes. trans men who are attracted to women. Okay. All right. Yes. I think the I think okay, so. their point here is chaos, though. I think they want you to be confused <laughs> so they can change the rules on you every day. I was born in the darkness. Um, help fund Gwen's gender affirming surgery. So you're so full of yourself. And this is where it. The Andrew says starts to come out a bit where he gets a little bit mean because he doesn't think anybody else is willing to help fund Jen's trainer gender affirming surgery. I'm so full of myself that I think you should have to pay and and maybe not think that you should have to pay, but people should give me money to help this or else you're a bigot. Basically, hi, my name is Gwen. I'm 25 years old, so it's not like you're some suffering child. You should be able to pay for your own uh, surge transgender woman. So you haven't gotten any surgeries yet, but you believe you're a woman. In Philly, unlicensed social worker living in Philly again, bad writing, and will be undergoing a gender affirming breast augmentation. I'll be taking a significant amount of time off work. Give me money so I can get implants. Is so just, long and short of it. Just take so all of it one second. Take all of it out of this. If this is a woman who's just like, give me money because I have to take off to get my boobs done, it's a, it, it, you would be like, that's ridiculous. But no, Gwen's got blue hair and says her name is Gwen. So I just want to make sure I'm clear that these are both just men pretending to be women in a relationship. And they both think it's hot that themselves dresses as women. So not even that they both think that they're hot themselves. And then they probably also think it's hot when they kiss them. (laughs) I don't know. Here's where it gets really weird and creepy. Or I guess Uh, tweet number. Number six by Jay Crane. Unlike the private Himis account, the account of Lee is a legendary partner. When Weisskopf is open to the public at estrogen, went I go. Okay. <laughs> Meet Gwen. So this, um, yeah, that's picture number one for our audio listeners. This is um, a guy dressed up as a girl in a sense, wearing jean shorts and some sort of leather straps, shirtless underneath a leather jacket and a cowboy hat. Fishnets. Uh, really going for, going for the Carl from Walking Dead look, I feel like. Here is, I don't even want to blow this one up, but I will for the pain. A man in women's, a man in women's underwear in the forest. <laughs> you can see his bulge wearing, holding a banana. I can't tell if it's photoshopped in or not. The next photo is the same person in some sort of cosplay on a bed. Again, you know, somebody got mad at me once because I said, if you're going to dye your hair green, that you really need to keep it up or else it looks really trashy. The purple, I don't care if you're transgender or not. If you're going to have pur- purple or green or blue, 
blue hair, you really need to keep up with your dying because once it starts to fade, you look like a crack addict. I'm sorry. These are the things that you go through my head when I'm looking at this picture. Um, but they've got a spider tattoo on them and they're cosplaying on a bed with a whole bunch of BDSM and bondage stuff in the background. Don't blame me. I support the news. And then here is Gwen looking his most feminine, I would say, in this picture with Leah Thomas, who, um, looking you know, quite masculine, looking quite masculine. With some I mean, look at these shoulders. shoulders. It's like a bit like a refrigerator. Yeah. A bit like a swimmer, really. Um, shout out, you know, uh, Michael Phelps, Pfizer vaccine commercials. Um, and that's a whole other tangent we can go on. Michael Phelps, you know, they caught him smoking weed back in the day. Um, when they let him back into the spotlight and they said, don't you again. And now he's got to do vaccine commercials. Here's say conjecture. The other swimming bro, the like guy, he didn't, he, yeah, he did something uh, in one of the dumb guy. Yeah. He did something and then tried to blame it on like the Brazilian locals or something. Oh, we're, we're Right, he destroyed a bunch of stuff. Uh, Jake Crane, number seven, the Twitter thread on Twitter.com. <laughs> Besides posing of bondage gear and in bikinis with a genital bulge, don't you love it? And I run into the lot too, Eric, as a writer, that you've got to, you know, put the down-the-road description of something. The old genital... You can't really just write, you know, his dong showing. I mean, I guess <laughs> you can, but we're trying to keep some decorum. Gwen posts dark and satanic artwork. One liked by Leah Thomas or Leah Timmis, excuse me, don't want to get sued. I rocking that Leah will bring out, bring about the quote collapse of Western civilization and quote, and another of Leah as a demonic dumps character. So we have this one who looks a little bit Gene Simmonsy or you know um, <laughs> singer from the Doors, Jim Morrison. Uh, the next one is a weird Gene Simmons. <laughs> this is a weird nude transgender person covered in blood this is a weird version of leah thomas dressed as like one of those satanic dolls and then a fake poorly done mind you wanted poster it says wanted for torture conspiracy aiding and abetting criminals uh guillotine heavily armed and barbaric reward five thousand gold so some weird cosplay nerd stuff which again Gives us the the window into the I'm a lonely nerd guy who just wants attention and I suck at swimming. Actually, I'm going to deal with it. Number eight, Gwen and Leah, an exclusive couple, are in a polyamorous sex pod. Says Jake or ask Jake Crane. One user called Crybaby underscore Hellbitch writes, "Nice polycule," which liked by Gwen on a photo of Leah, Gwen, and two other trans people in the post. Gwen tags. This is becoming just like, my God, this person liked this oh my god i was on the pictures i don't even know yeah so this is them it could be a joke i don't know leah thomas this gwen guy some person says so hot and says nice poly cool all these pictures so cute and it's just basically a few pictures of them with another couple of people who knows who they are Wait, they're gonna tell us what polycule is what's the definition of polycule there what does that say what is polycule did they say that somewhere or Polycule, excuse me. All of the people linked through their relationships usually romantic and or sexual to one or more polyamorous group. Okay. All right. Um, <sighs> Gwen has this again. This is Leah Thomas's boyfriend. Friend. This is a bunch of pictures. Him, her, they, them kissing people. Um, 
Polycule post and a third additional person who identifies as mean transsexual. So now we're just getting into the transgressions of these people who want to get together in the forest or the park, I guess, and do weird stuff. Um, we don't really need to look into this person's wider circle about their weird fetish posts. You can see a man bending over a wreath with a penis in it. A whole bunch of crap. Um, one of the more shocking <laughs> things we discovered, this is on tweet 11, we're into, and you know I hate, hate threads. Commented yeah, no ballless beauties on something that both Leah and uh, Gwen both liked. There it is. There's Leah and Gwen and their safety masks, even though they're indoors somewhere. Ballless beauties. And that's just, that's just the, um, the nature of the beast. Oh, God. Okay, I think that this is a mysterious round-shaped organ-looking item in a, quote, ball jar, says Jake Crane, and appeared possibly the no. severed testicles in a jar. No. I used to go on this, Eric, but I was watching some cringe, as I'm known to do, and um, there was a woman who had her entire uterus in a doctor surgery, uh, getting it removed, so these these things exist, so... Don't tell me that they don't. Okay. And here's the poll they did. We'll close with this. So with that, we leave you the poll. What is in the jar? <laughs> Leah's testicles, Gwen's testicles, the LA's integrity or a spy balloon, NCAA's integrity means 50.4%. Eric, the floor is yours. Well, how long does it go on? How many more tweets are there? Just out of curiosity. 14. That was the last one. The next one is 14. It's the last one. And the last Last one is about Riley Gaines exposed Thomas. Okay, so I, I first of all, I want to go all the way back to the beginning and uh, talk about the real, the verified Leah K. Thomas Instagram account. How popular is Leah Thomas on Twitter? Are we talking like millions, hundred thousands? Like what, what does that account look like? Well, let me just quickly get that for you. Does Leah Thomas have a Twitter? I would assume he would have to. Because it's just very strange. I'm looking at Leah Leah K. Thomas' Instagram account. Yeah, I don't think he's got a Twitter. Okay, well, that's even more strange, actually. Because the, the Instagram, the verified she-her Twitter account has mm -hmm. 4,000 followers, okay? And then one of the pictures has 3,000 likes, 5,389 comments. So... You would think that this person would be far more popular, right? I mean, all those comments, all those likes, mm -hmm. but only 4,000 followers on a verified account. So it's almost like no, I mean, obviously the mate, we're talking about it. We continue to talk about it, you know, ad nauseum every time, you know, Leah went away <laughs> for a while and then came back and popped up, but. Something just feels completely astroturf about the whole thing. Now, that entire thread, honestly, like you said at one point, it just ends up being, oh, this person liked this post and it's really uninteresting. Mm -hmm. And and on top of all that, this this new word that they've labeled it with just seems like a regular, you know, cross-dresser enjoying themselves. Like, I don't, again, we, we already been through that. I don't know why it's different. But my point is, this all is completely astroturf. If this was even remotely real, Leah Thomas on Instagram would have, I don't know, at least double the followers, right? Now, I'm not saying that everything boils down to, you know, social media followers, but if this were real, 
and everybody were behind this, then we were looking at at least 10,000 Instagram followers. It's not that tough, right? So how how is this such a national story that's getting coverage every single week? And one of the pictures have 53,000 comments or whatever, and only 43 people have chosen to follow it. Something just doesn't add up. Well, none well, of it. Eric, none uh, of it adds up. None of it adds college, up, actually. College swimming isn't the most popular sport. <laughs> oh, man. Women's sports. Um, yeah. I don't know. Obviously, people should care about. But I'd wager that due to the nature of all of this, that it isn't overly pushed by because they don't want you to see actually what's going on inside these people's worlds. They want you to think that Leah Thomas is this, you know, hardworking swimmer who's climbed the ranks on his own merits. And it has nothing to do with the fact that he's a man that he can swim better than all these women. When actually he, you know, is parading around with this guy who's a transgender taking photos in bondage stuff, doing poly. They, they don't want you to think that it is like the extreme that everybody knows it is that or that exists for the most part they want you to think it's just i'm a swimmer thing and uh, i just happen to to feel like i'm a woman and what i care about is swimming not this guy who gets off on dressing like a woman i'm in a relationship with another guy who does the same thing we're in a polyamorous relationship with two other guys who do the same thing and we're into bondage and all this other stuff people can't really take you know and beating women at sports on top of all that on top of all that, you're well, yes, still taking course. away opportunities from women. Okay, I, I think the the machine thinks that people can only handle one thing at a time. I mean, you can't go like Black Lives Matter. They never were just like, isn't it amazing how BLM is run by two lesbian women? For the thing, it was always you know uh, police brutality and everything. You can't throw too many people at the old white love this sort of stuff. Who think it's the greatest thing in it in, in the world? Because then you know they start to get confused. <laughs> So but when you start you throwing one thing at a time and they're just like, yes, I can support that because, you know, these the people who just blindly support the stuff and say, let the let the man swear. Might not be on board with all this other weird sexual stuff. Fair. So does this thread, though, that I mean, that was that was torturous. That was brutal. I looked through it. I didn't really read all of it. It was just like because mm-hmm. to be honest with you, and, and this is the case for a lot of things these days. As bad as it sounds the truth doesn't even matter anymore. Nobody cares. The narrative supersedes everything. So my question is, do you, do you reading that? Do you think anything different about Leah Thomas? Okay. Maybe a, a one shade even weirder than before. Like what's really the difference? The difference I think is it proves, it helps prove that this isn't just this altruistic and loving endeavor that people want to claim it is just like Antifa is not this, you know, group who's just protecting trans rights and, uh, you know, wants everybody to just get along and be treated equally. There's this other layer behind all of this stuff beneath all of these categories that are extremely pushed on people, whether it's transgenderism, drag Queens or Ukraine, even climate. There's this one layer beneath, there's always one layer beneath that's much more sinister. While I don't think people having weird sexual fetishes is sinister itself, it's just a lot more difficult for the gen- general public to accept, which I think is a correct thing to not accept it. This is why this is known as sexual perversion. This is why special dungeons and stuff are this sort of stuff. If you like it, that's fine. Go do it on your own. Leave me out of it. 
I don't need it publicized and popularized otherwise. But that's that's what the end goal is here. Just, just like for everybody else, um, if you created vanilla Coke, your end goal is to make, you know, vanilla soda become very popular. So and maybe people at the beginning, Eric, were just like, I don't believe that soda should have vanilla taste in it. That's strange. Well, that's the same thing. I don't believe men should be dressing around children dressed as women in giant prosthetic breasts but the person who does that really wants you to think that that's normal and a great thing so this is the same thing the transgender swimmer wants you to think that polyamorous couples and you know dressing up as a woman is an extremely great thing and then antifa not only wants to defend trans rights want to usher in communism and uh anarchism even though those, those two things don't mix and you know vladimir Zelensky. Well, he wants your money and he wants to fight for technically defending his land. He also wants neo-Nazis fight for him and shut down all media companies and all political parties and also torture people in the streets and then also bomb his own people and then all these other things. So all it takes is digging one layer deep to find the stuff that they want you to hear. And that goes for everything, which is why I think people should stop believing this sort of stuff, no matter what it is. People do their thing. Let well, them have their I mean, transgender swimming league if they want it, but even fringe and be like, "This is the new normal, you guys." I don't like uh, the society has developed in a way, and of course, it's been pushed. You can argue many things have been pushed, but there are certain actual truths that we can abide by, and that is a man is a woman, and a woman is a man, and you can't change that. And then here comes the acid thrown on me, like the Michael shout out Michael Knowles. Well. Uh, I, it's just, look, it's crazy to me that these conversations are even being had and it's just happened so fast, bro. Like this would have been an SNL sketch in 2008. <laughs> I mean, this, oh, now much later people, than that, 2007, like it, it, it's just so bizarre, right? Like, and we're, we're at the point where this, ideology these ideologues these extreme gender people they have gotten so far to where they they literally in many many cases i'm talking about i should have sent you the video uh an msnbc clip where they are not even willing to entertain the idea that some people i'd argue most people you you know at least 68 percent of a certain group which is far too low mm -hmm. for the record, far too low. It should be 100, every single person, you morons, neither here nor there. These gr this group of extremists is literally, quite literally, not even willing to entertain the idea that most people between somewhere in San Francisco and somewhere in New York are not, look, they don't hate you. They truly don't. They're just like, well, this is weird. Maybe don't expose it to my kids. They're really not even willing to entertain the idea that some people aren't buying the man can be a woman thing. Like they've gone so far. It's not like this is our lifestyle. Just accept us. It's like if you don't literally capitulate to this completely bizarre ideology, then they don't even. Right. So it's like how they want. They always talk about how they they want respect and they want you to call them the proper pronouns, but they will go around calling you a cis man, even though you're like, I don't I don't I'm not a cis man. I'm just a regular dude, bro. You know what I mean? So they want you to call them the right things. But then if you throw it back on them and say, uh, how about no? 
How about we're not doing chest feeder? How about we're not doing birthing person? How about I'm doing, how about I'm a woman? How about I'm a man? None of this cis stuff, that won't fly. You see what I'm saying? It's like they mm-hmm. haven't even acknowledged that there's an other side to their argument, which is insane to me. Let's get going on to one of the next topics, uopod.com. Please subscribe no matter where you're watching. If you're watching on Twitter, please tweet and give a follow. If you're watching on Getter, please share it, give a follow. If you're listening on Spotify, Getter, wait, well, Spotify, I get confused. I Apple um, or Google Podcasts, please follow, give us a share, and give us a positive review. YouTube, you can subscribe as well. That's where uopod.com goes to. But also, we'll be making a uh, landing page for it. More specifically, I'll be making one this week. Oh, or, you know, I don't even get tomorrow off because I work for an American company. Tomorrow is Family Day in Canada. I don't even get off anymore, man. Wait, Can't so even... Family Day just happens to be President's Day? It's tomorrow an actual holiday, though. For... No. It's a non-working holiday for Canada. No, I mean, a kid, there's no school. I don't, good, good question would be the post office, right? Like most people are going to work tomorrow. I don't know if the post office and the banks, I don't know. That's a good question. See, we I'm don't do it that way here. Either everybody's got it off or just the government's got it off. Those are the only two options. Sometimes a banking holiday where the government's got it off and people don't, but things like family day, which is different in every province. Um, you know, everybody said off. You need to spend time with your family. Uh, uopod.com. We want to go to trains next, Eric or Kayla Lemieux. Uh, we might as well just stick with the stick with the tranny thing. Tran, I, I don't know. Sorry, sorry, Susan. You can't say that. Sorry. So the trans teacher, which of course is you know in my neck of the woods, about an hour. The wearing prosthetic boobies. Around children has been caught finally. You know, David Menzies has been uh, looking for this for months, so he's probably a little bit peeved off that he didn't get the scoop on this one. Z size, I don't like. Yeah, how did the how did the New York Post get the exclusive on this? That's crazy. I don't know. Well, I find out maybe is this. um, And they labeled it exclusive because you know, like when the Post has the scoop, they put the exclusive label on that, so they somehow. They they beat the the rebel guys to the punch right in their backyard. So somebody needs to get a talk. Well, you know, thing. comments, comments. I could give you lots of comments, but I won't for reasons <laughs> that are to the best of my ability. But this is the person getting into a car, Caleb Lemieux. I forget his real name, but he's a guy. Um, and I guess nothing's really happening. Did he already? Walk away. I don't know, but there's a picture of it down here. A Canadian teacher who made international news, blah, blah, blah. We know that it's a giant prosthetic, prosthetic breast guy. A resident Lemieux's apartment complex, I guess, has got the photos. Um, occasionally when he goes for a walk or when the cops visit. Both ununiformed, both uniformed and plainclothes police do regular welfare checks at Lemieux's apartment after they receive death threats according to law enforcement. And I am telling you, this is not Tim Dillon. This is the guy <laughs> walking down the street and then look kind of shocked that, shocked that he's being photographed without it. Now, Eric, does this add to or take away from the theory that this is all a troll? Now, this neighbor is saying 
that he puts it on um, in front of students. And then when visit him, let's see. Um, he wears prosthetic breath extremely infrequently. A resident of the apartment complex told the Post. He puts the breasts on to teach occasionally when he goes for a walk or when the cops visit. So, again, Eric, is this a troll or is this part of his, um, I already forget the term, autogenophilia, I think. And I think that's a Funko Pop in his right hand. <laughs> no, do I don't, think, I don't think that's a... <laughs> I looked at... Funko Pop? I thought it Look was a... that. I don't know. I, I don't maybe if I bring up the article here on my end, I could see it a little bit better. Um, I think I still I think this is. I think, like you said, it was basically troll over like I think this is it coming to an end because the, look, there was no way that this story was just going to evaporate into thin air. I've, I've messaged you, I think, a couple of times, like, what's up yeah, with the teacher? What's going on? Yeah, because this this story cannot just vanish into thin air. There's no way. We ne we got to get some closure on that. Like, you got to go back down there. I don't know what has to happen, but we're not going to just pretend that, oh, it, it's it's over. He's just uh, teaching kids with these big fake tits on for the force. No, no, no way. Some Somebody has to figure out exactly what's happening here. I'm still holding out for... <laughs> A good, you know, a good troll. Like, look, skydiving. I mean, come on. There's, there's no way. Look, and I think with a uh, like Dylan Mulvaney, like that is, is. I mean, the caricatures of these people. Now, I would venture to say that Dylan isn't really trolling. That's just a, I mean, just a weird delusional like creation of a, a caricature of a woman. This, mm. on the other hand, is is a middle finger to the establishment this is you know what this is like this is like that old clip that we that goes around social media every couple months i feel like where the guy walks into the library and the girl comes up and says no cameras and then he says oh no he identifies as a camera and the girl just shrugs <laughs> her shoulders like there's nothing you know that's what this is it's just like you built this you know you you built this house of cards and and I'm, I'm going to throw it back in your face. Another thing that this, this reminds me of, and I just uh, read a story about a guy in California who ha had, you know, obtained $5 million worth of fraudulent Rona relief funds. And they're mm -hmm. like, he, he created a fake business and his tax returns were fraudulent. And it's like, Oh uh, yeah, really? Are you, so you're telling me that you guys created this entire scam to destroy businesses and control people and make a little bit of money on top of that, and somebody throws it right back in your face, and now you're mad at them. That's what this is like. It's like you built this, you created this crazy situation. I'm gonna throw it right back in your face, and, and this picture alone. See, we will. I I highly doubt now because Dylan Mulvaney is very famous you know we're talking millions of followers and you know interviews with the president and all that stuff that person is highly guarded and will never be caught like this you know this guy's mm -hmm. like all right he's like i just want to go get a fun <laughs> and, a, and a bag of chips and i don't want to put the tits on today you know what i mean it's like it's wearing on him and he's like all right the troll's coming to an end that's what i think and hopefully in the next couple weeks here um maybe he'll speak out maybe because uh, maybe i'm 
maybe I'm mistaken, but it feels like we we've only heard from the school administrators, the the district, uh, the superintendent, or whatever. We haven't actually heard from the teacher himself. Is that incorrect? No, that's correct. Yeah. So eventually, maybe he might speak out and and say what what you know, uh, <laughs> what you know, Meat Rocket sixty nine on four chan said. <laughs> four months ago that it was all a troll and then confirm maybe he was meet rocket 16. Maybe he's Q. I don't know, but he does look like <laughs> Tim Dillon. Yeah. I'm hoping, well, I guess I don't really have a hope or a care in this sort of sense, but um, I think it's either two of things, one of two things, obviously. And then I'm not going to say David, here's what I say is one of the three things. Um, Either, of course, he's trolling and he's, you know, giving up on doing this as much as he used to. And that, that was that would lend to the idea as to why there are widespread complaints from the kids or why there aren't widespread people in his apartment building complex that are outing him all the time. And who knows, this is him walking down the street. This could very well be staged as well. Like, I'm not like you can't fool this, this Andrew guy like. He's walking down the street, down the middle of the road there, and getting multiple pictures taken of him. And now he's he's walking on the sidewalk, and then crossing the road. These are clear pictures run up in front of them with their professional camera, or at least a good phone camera, and take these pictures. I don't know, but the troll would lend that there hasn't been that stuff already. And, you know, he's just slowly giving it up because he he's tired of it. The other thing is, is maybe he only gets off on this when he's doing it around children. That's the dark side of it. Of what we just saw of Leah Thomas is actually getting off, probably enjoys, you know, I don't want to say anything liable, but um, there, there's got to be something that we're missing here, obviously. And I'm still leaning towards the fact that, you know, this guy... It's just, it's just part of his, you know, his thing where he would rather do it in places where he's not supposed to. But it's almost impossible to tell because, you know, the skydiving thing, the walking down the street, maybe he's a Tim Dillon fan and he tried to dress like him. I don't know. But it's very hard to tell. And you know, if it is a troll, then bravo. You've exposed the, um, the school board and everything. And I've said this for years about... Uh, Jonathan, former the artist formerly known as Jonathan Eve, he sues people who call him that. He, he goes by Jessica Yeneve previously, and now he goes by Jessica Simpson. I've pontificated whether or not he's trolling for years. I don't think that's true. But if this guy's idea of trolling was to expose the system, well, the system didn't crack. They didn't blink. They didn't bluff. They said we're supporting the stupidity and we're going till the end of the earth. And now a group of parents is finally suing the school board. I don't think anything will happen. This is Canada. Uh, you can't. You can't be mean. It's just you can't be mean to the people who want to uh, take your stuff and make your life worse. The commission for Justin Trudeau came out. They said that you know because it's available in the Canadian Charter of Rights of Freedom, the Emergencies Act, it's called. That it's not uh, dictatorial to uh to do such a thing so they're basically saying that if the government wants to temporarily suspend your rights for what they determine to be an emergency 
then they can freeze your bank account. They can bring up the SWAT teams on you. They can bust open your truck. They can trample you the horse. They can do whatever they want because it's in their legal right to do so, essentially, which is to suspend your right to protest and, and call something a terrorist event, a crime, all these things. But this is Canada. This is the government will protect these things till the day they die. And it's all because everybody is too cowardly to be the mean guy. And that's where Andrew comes in. And I'm talking in third person because, you know, it's a, it's a night. It, Andrew says as much of an idea as it is a person. Um, but that's what has to happen. You got to be mean sometimes. And, I, and I'll cite John Doyle's latest video, which is an absolute banger. I would say where he goes to a, um, a women's March and he's like, you know what? These people, the people who are left coming out to these things, which is not many, are so far gone in their ideology. They're obviously not going to change their opinion based on what John Doyle says. And who does he get accosted by? A girl who says that she worked for Biden, who admits she's on SSRIs, like uh, brain-altering medication. Um, she thinks she's really hot. She yells at him about nothing, calls everybody incels. And then there's two guys, one guy who's clearly mentally deficient in some way and i don't mean that in a mean way he's just got something wrong with him and then another fat guy holding a black women's lives matter um sign and then calling john doyle and his crew small dick energy like it's just the you're scraping the bottom of bottom of the barrel and that's basically what canada is is like all these politicians and the school board for this boob teacher are the people who are just the people who are defending this are they're all that's left. And those are the people that are running the country. Unfortunately, they don't care at all. They don't actually care at all. They're just out there trying to say the thing that will get them the most money and the most, you know, social media reach possible. Fortunately. Yeah. It's, it's dark. You guys are basically California and New York combined. I so we might be still ahead of, I don't know, Britain or Australia, but they haven't made any noise in a minute. The last thing we'll talk about here, if, as you guys go to uopod.com and you subscribe, you share this, and uh, you you know sign up to our Patreon, patreoncom uopod. Me and Eric will, you know, I'm looking at my time watch here, and we'll be, be uh, creating some content together in the in real life, Eric Butler, and um, we'll throw that on there, and that'll be the start of our content, I think. None of it will be us doing each other's makeup. I don't think. <laughs> oh, Jesus. The last, So yeah, like and subscribe and share and please and do everything. Getter, I mean, I've looked at Getter recently, Eric. And Getter has its own streamers and we're getting just as much, if not more, on our streamers. Getter, hit us up, you know, we're available. Yeah. Too. Somebody told me this was the best podcast on Getter. I good can't confirm or deny it's just what i heard um somebody in the chat says uh something with trans people super chat it if you want that read on the air now the last thing for our call callback episode here eric is i want to say how long has it been since we've been talking about uh what happened on january 7th or is it january 6th 6th <laughs> i don't even know anymore Come that's on. how important it is to other people in like on msnbc and I'm over here saying the wrong day. But as Tucker Carlson and Revolver News, I believe, is who talked about it the most, um, the Proud Boys and uh, Oath Keepers and the Three Percenters, all with men from the federal government 
you know, working with them. Enrique Terrio, the leader of the Proud Boys, which is supposedly white nationalist organization. I'm not vouching for them, but it's hard to be like, hey, white nationalist, and your leader is a Hispanic guy. Okay. Um, but they're, they were all at January 6th. You know, the Oath Keepers were on undercover video. Undercover, just extremely clear. Looked like a guy just holding a camera in a parking garage, planning it out. Um, I'm not sure as much with the three percenters, as in I can't recall at the top of my head. Go to Revolver News for that. But Enrique Terrio, a former FBI informant, just so happens to become the leader of the Proud Boys. And now it comes out that he was texting with a member of the uh, D.C. police, which we know are the hardest of core police. <laughs> and he was texting with an intelligence officer of the D.C. police. So here it is. Messages. Officer often fed information to Proud Boys leader. Now, excuse me, the question here is, Eric, that, you know, the police doing the dirty thing and, you know, he sides with the Proud Boys and he's giving them information. Or is it that they're actually just working together and the police are openly working to- together? This is the catch-22 that is involved in all these stories. Working together to what? Today. To be like, let's do this stuff on January 6th what's make it look really bad you're an info this would be would be the alleged scenario would be police and the proud boys in this situation are working together to make you no know, people who are trump supporters look bad on january 6th or the proud boys are so bad the people who are looking to cause trouble and they happen to be trump supporters and they happen to be fed information by a cop that supports them those are the two scenarios as i see it yeah, I, I really don't understand this. Like, it, 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 I think I mentioned this. It's, it reminds me of The Departed. Like, they're double-crossing each other. And nobody knows who's, who to trust. You're, you have a mole on each team feeding information to the other team, and nobody knows who the mole is. It's all completely out of whack, all surrounding January 6th, which, you know, I was nowhere near the Capitol on that day, so I know nothing about it, but it just... It, it, and this is what happens with every single thing. They take a little grain of truth, a little, a little tiny grain of salt, you know, grain of salt or a grain of sand or maybe even half of a grain of rice where there's truth, and then blow it into this entirely, you know, overzealous, completely, you know, over-the-top media Hollywood production. None of this even matters, bro. It's just they're still harping on on it because they need a villain right like so whether it's in i mean it's like half the time the establishment hates the cops and they want to defund them and they're all evil racist and then the other time they love the fbi because the fbi is gonna take you know is gonna pin remember remember when russia was a thing and robert Mueller and the russia investigation i mean this is all it's all an absolute joke None of it is to be taken seriously. And how how do we, I mean, how at this point in 2023, how are you going to gain the trust of anybody? If you're, if you're the media, if you're the FBI, if you're even the Proud Boys, it, it appears to me that the lines are already drawn. I mean, how are you changing hearts and minds in any direction? Same thing with Rona. Same thing with climate change. Same thing with gender ideology. To me, and now it's hard for me to see because I'm so deep in, but there's only one way this stuff can go. 
Nobody is buying into the to the nonsense at this point and crossing over onto the to the side of the weirdo establishment agenda talking points. There's only people slowly but surely in a perfect world coming out of it. So how do you actually I mean, how, how do you trust any of these people with all of this nonsense going on? How do, how does how do any of these organizations even begin to build trust with anybody? It's over. <laughs> a police officer frequently says Yahoo News. Uh, provide well, they aggregate everything, including what I wrote the other day about like some weird black supremacist thing. This is Associated Press. Um, a police officer frequently provides. Proud Boys leader Enrique Terrio with internal information about law enforcement in the weeks before other members of his far-right extremist group, there it goes, Durham, the U.S. Capitol, according to messages shown at the trial of Terrio and four associates. A federal prosecutor showed jurors a string of messages that Metro Police Police Metro Police Lieutenant Shane Lamond and Terrio exchanged, the, exchanged in the run-up to the mobs attacked on January 6th. Um, intelligence officer for the city's police department was responsible for monitoring groups like the Proud Boys when they came to Washington for protest. So a group or a guy that was responsible for monitoring them is also providing them with intelligence information. So he's the guy, he's the front end and the back end of it. He's the one monitoring them and giving them the information. Yeah, so he's giving so, them the information or they're giving him information and they're crossing on the prowl. I mean, who less than three weeks before January sixth, Lamont warned Terry and Secret Service were all spun up over talk InfoWars internet show that the Proud Boys planned to dress up as supporters of President Joe Biden on the Democrats inauguration day. Justice Department prosecutor Connor Mulroe asked a government witness. FBI Special Agent Peter Brovsky, how common is it for law enforcement to disclose information in that fashion? I've never heard of it, says the guy lying through his teeth. <laughs> no one's ever, no one's ever, you know, been bad in the FBI. They've never leaked information. Terry was arrested in Washington two days before the attack and charged with burning a BLM. See, that goes more towards the side of you know, they're in on it. Two days before, like he would have assumingly participated in January 6th. He gets arrested on burning a flag. So therefore he can't protest at the Capitol. Come on now. I remember um, that in incident. In a message to Terry 25th, 2020, Lamont said Metro police investigators had asked him to identify Terrio from a photograph. He warned Terrio the police may be seeking a warrant for his arrest. Later on that day, Terrio posted a message to other Proud Boy leaders that said the warrant was just signed. Before the trial started in January, Terrio's attorney said Lamont's testimony would be crucial for his defense, supporting Terrio's claims that he was looking to avoid violence. Post <sighs> said Lamont has a Fifth Amendment privilege against self-termination, so the cop won't speak on trial, basically. Terrio's attorneys have accused prosecutors of bullying Lamont into keeping quiet by warning the officer he charged with obstructing the investigation in Terrio, Miami resident who is the national chairman of the Proud Boys. So the cop is not testifying against Terrio after feeding him information because they're saying... Terrio's people are saying they're bullying the cop. So why would you, as a guy, 
want to defend this cop that was feeding you information illegally. I mean, I guess it's your friend, but would Bernie's really advise that you stand up for the guy who's committing crimes by leaking crucial inside police information about warrants? That's like a big crime. Like, like if you were to, if a drug dealer was going to be arrested, like, and be raided, and somebody in the police department tipped the guy off, so he got away and flew away, whatever it might be, that's costing you know police resources. So why? Oh, yeah, but his... you can do that in Oakland, California, when when the the ex mayor tips coming. off the illegals. Yeah, the ice is coming. So, uh, look, the, the... but why would Terrio's attorneys be like, hey, don't. They're picking on this cop. Like, do he have something to expose them for, or is it because just like Terrio not going to January sixth, are they you know protecting this cop who was you know working with the Proud Boys? That's the question here, and this is of course all conjecture and not. We don't have any actual information. This is just news analysis. YouTube, as we will be saying, our already auto demonetized podcast was appealed. Well, what were you gonna say? Look, no, I just, I just don't understand any of this. I didn't even understand it, like when people were saying that Tario was uh, feeding the feds information about some drug gang in Florida. I, I mean, like I said, there's no way to trust any of these people at this point. So the FBI looks like, I mean. I don't, at this point, we've come so far that I don't even remember what their job is supposed to be because as far as I can remember, <laughs> they've just been the, the basically the legal version of Antifa, right? Like they've been, they've been tracking down, you know, they, they call the parent groups terrorists and, you know, anti-pharmaceutical people are, you know, a threat to this nation and they come up with these weird, uh, you know, flags and warnings and stuff. So from where I'm standing, they're literally attacking the American population in a legal way, whereas Antifa would do it illegally with, you know, Molotov cocktails and stuff. But now it seems like from their point of view, they're saying that they think that, so everybody thinks the FBI is crooked, but they're looking at it from a different angle. And we've come so far that the AP is obviously untrustworthy. Everybody that, I mean, from the White House itself to the CDC, the FDA, the FBI, nobody has shot it straight to us. Maybe ever. We don't know. It's just become in incredibly clear in the past three or so years that it's all completely corrupted. But there's no way to decipher who's telling the truth in any of this. And I think it works in the establishment's favor because, like I said, same thing with this uh, Transformer stuff. Chaos works for them. They want chaos. They want to make sure that they, if everything's crazy, they can always demand more power. They can always demand more funding. They can always change the rules and just, you know, because chaos is a good thing for, for their agenda, right? So I don't know what to make of this story. I don't think any, I don't think January 6th is that big of a deal. I don't think the Proud Boys are that scary a group of people. I think this is all completely overblown. And, um, we should be worried about perhaps, you know, uh, the price of eggs or inflation. I mean, there's we have a we have a laundry list of other things that maybe we want to look at. Like I don't know, continuing to indoctrinate children with this weirdo. I, I like I said even earlier in this episode, I think that's the main thing.
is the gender ideology because that is the foundation of all that is real and true. So this, you can call it a distraction, spy balloon, train derailments, all that stuff. None of that flies. None of these other stories, none of these other hoaxes, none of these other talking points or current things, none of those are even remotely believable unless you have a population that is so easily manipulated that they believe a man can become a woman. So that's where I am. That's the hill that I am dying on. And none of this <laughs> actually really matters. Enrique Tario, they burn a BLM flag. I mean, think about it. Last thing here. I was, I've been to DC a number of times. I don't know when the last time you were there, but you can find people even in San Francisco or New York, even you can find people in one protest burning an American flag. No problem. But if Enrique Tario and the Proud Boys burn a BLM flag or a rainbow flag or whatever it is, then that's the end of the world. They're going, they're going to jail. They'll find something. So maybe burning the flag wasn't it, but you might've jaywalked after you stomped the flag out. You know what I mean? So this is, this well, is, that's what I think is so unbelievable. It says Terrio routinely cooperated with police and had provided Lamont the cop with useful information. So, so they're now, both informing he, each other. Exactly, because that goes back to the point of that they're working together. The Proud Boys, but working together to like do the, what? Like, what was the to to attack the Capitol? They were working together to do that. I just, I would, I think so, and I think the the, the reporting by Revolver of all three of these groups and Tucker Carlson as well team shows that they it was I think upwards of thirteen people involved from the FBI and then you've got you know Ray Epps like the most obvious thing in the world and then the videos of them letting people in now you could say they wanted to cause less damage by just letting them in but there's so many things they're saying that he's a dirty up with inappropriate relationship um placed on administrative leave by the police force said Lamond was arrest for burning the Black Lives Matter banner see I think they're just protecting a cop that um and this is really long we might have to do a separate dive into this but uh they're attacking the guy here they're saying they're you're attacking the guy who worked with them and and i guess they're saying that they don't want him to speak out about how the police were involved but i don't know I don't, either side at this point yeah. ever since you know there was a like sort of distinct mark where you know the proud boys um, they were getting in fights. Gavin McInnes had to step away from them because of all the stuff going on with him. And then it stopped really being a thing. They arrested that big Samoan guy. And once, you know, everybody starts getting in federal trouble, you know, this is where we start to cut deals. And this is where we start infiltrating it. The same with everything. Like, you got to know that Antifa is riddled with feds. There was a video back in 2017. Is it though? Is it though? Are they really taking down Antifa members? They're, no, I they're not like taking they're, them down. They're controlling them. All right. Well, I guess that's another show, Eric. We're going to have to bring somebody on for that debate, I, I think. Eric Butler versus trans activist. Um, the last thing I guess we were going to talk about is about tra how often trains derail. And I guess we're pretty much out of time. But, um, you know, Biden admits that the balloons they shot down since the first one were like weather balloons and they spent 200 grand in miss missile on it. And it turns out they're just shooting down things like, Oh, people are mad at us for not shooting down balloons. Let's shoot down balloons. As soon as we see them without knowing what they are. And then, you know, 
the, you've got the train derailment here. Now that becomes a thing. So in the same way that everybody's like, look, a balloon, especially the Biden administration, I'm not blaming people for that. But now everybody's look, uh, this truck is overturned with chemical spills. This stuff actually happens all the time. And I get, and I'm probably going to make myself look bad by simplifying this, but 1700 train derailments per year, uh, from 1990 to, to 2021. And now every time something, a train gets derailed, up or 10 or something, let's say we're getting derailed. People are just being like, what the hell is going on? It's all conspiracy theory. That is not the conspiracy theory that trains are being derailed. Uh, and I'll just say something really quickly here. And then you can add to it as well about the Ohio train crash. It seems to me that they don't want to admit in for some reason that something inside that train, a chemical is really bad. And that's why they don't want to go there and that's why they don't want to tell people what the actual chemical is, and that's changed a few times. There seems to be something that this company probably wasn't, uh, you know, telling people that they were shipping, or the government was using them for some reason. And then just one more thing to touch on the cons- like, cause and and I blame a lot of boomers for this. They're not all bad, of course, but they don't trust anything the media says. But like this video of a guy that I saw. Um, saying that the the draft is coming in Canada this week because of the Chinese spy balloons. They'll believe a guy in the car who says he's got a contact in the military. And now we're at this point where so many people just jump on these ridiculous conspiracies in, instead of just focusing on what it actually is. So this can see that all these trains are being derailed. And, you know, the Netflix show predicted things. I think that it's just actually people saying, hey, wouldn't it be hilarious to me because I'm sick to that person, not me. Let's rewind that. Oh, I'm saying. Uh, this person would say he watches a Netflix show where this train derails in this town. He's like, well, why don't I go make a train derail in that town? Everybody's going to think it's a conspiracy. I'm not uh, uh, I'm, I'm not too proud. There's probably a four or eight channel out there that, that's into doing something like that, Eric. So I think that the conspiracy of train derailments is is a thing that the media uses because train derailments are in just like balloons are in and people are going to write about it and I don't condemn them for that because it doesn't have to be some it doesn't have to be misleading or anything people see train derailment and they're like oh my god trains are being derailed at an alarming speed and it turns out that they're not the real thing is here is why do they not want to send people in why do they not want to visit it if if the and on the other side, you can be like, you're staying in this town where the water looks like it's got motor oil in it and your animals are dying. So that's what I think is going on there. Yeah. What do you, is the main focus that people should be focused on in that? Well, Hey, I think your um, copycat theory. I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm buying that. It's like the, the copy, you know, copycat killer type of thing. Like, so I, you want to say the Netflix is predictive programming to say, that this town gonna put. I, I don't know into that though. No, I, I don't know anything about the Netflix movie. I, I don't. I this is the first time I ever train hearing derails in the same town as the the train. Okay, but I, I'm just saying. So I'm not. I'm not calling it predictive program. I could. I could say it's a complete coincidence. Anyway, I. I think. I don't. I'm not. I'm not trying to say it's predictive programming, but I'm also say. I'm also saying that uh, I don't know if I'm ready to accept the the copycat killer theory on either way. I, I never even I never even heard of the movie until you just mentioned it right now. But to your point, the last thing I'll say is that it's in right now. So we do it when when it's when um, cops and you know black people are a thing. Then you know 
cops interact with people every single day, hundreds of thousands interactions all the time. But for six or eight weeks at a time, they're going to hyper analyze every single little, you know, there was a, remember there was a point in time when people thought that, that, uh, what was his name? Jacob Blake. And the news outlets were reporting that he died and he didn't even die. You know what I mean? So they'll, they'll take it. Like I said, they'll take every tiny little thing that starts with a grain of truth and blow it up into this entire thing. So yeah, uh, train derailments are so hot right now. So it's in the news. <laughs> I, look, I, I'll admit, I'll admit that it does, it does seem strange because nothing is off the table at this point in time. Like, am I going to sit here and say, oh, it's all a conspiracy. They, they want you, they want you dead. So they're going to start derailing trains and, and putting pollution into your, into your city. No, but it's, I think it is a little bit more likely that the managed decline and whatever sort of weird money laundering scheme and whatever sort of weird things that Pete Buttigieg and the Biden administration are all into could be causing these things. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, they want you dead and that's why everything's happening. But it's like their, their track record of just being awful people on so many levels that they just don't care. So if, you know, like, right, I mean, there's that meme going around of this crazy, crooked, you know, dilapidated uh, train track. And they say, this is what the train tracks look like in the Midwest and all the money goes to to Ukraine. So is it a one-for-one they're going to kill you. No, but is it, we're going to, we're going to line our pockets through this managed decline because you, these, these establishment politicians, however, allegedly, you know, they make more money on the way down than they do on the way up type of thing. You know what I mean? So, um, that, that's what, that's what I think about it. And of course it's always something, right? It's kind of like when you buy a new car, you start to see that same car on the road. So this one train <laughs> story hits and they're like, oh, there's yeah. another one. Oh, there's another one. There's another one. And and it's the same thing with the with the drag queen story hour, right? Like that gets into trending, and then every single one, oh, uh, uh, neo Nazis take over drag queen story hour in San Francisco, and and um, Antifa shows up armed at drag queen story hour in Texas, and and they're just, you know, it's just the news cycle now. It's all completely, which is, is good and bad, right? Because before we had. A handful of news outlets and they were all they were only feeding you what they what they wanted you to know now we have everybody out there trying to get their clicks and everybody out there trying to to break a story mm-hmm. and, and trying to do stuff so on one side that's good but then on the other side there's so much noise and um it, it's also really sad that whatever happened out there they're burning off this toxic chemical and then telling you that it's that it's all oh, the water safe to drink even though you couldn't even go outside without a mask you couldn't go to the grocery store without a mask a year ago so it's all very bizarre. And last thing here, I promise, this time next week, it won't even be a thing. It'll be completely gone. Well, I like to take the most, the less popular approach, I guess, because I think it's too easy to say some stuff like that. But I have, I hate victim mentalities. I hate people who do things for attention um, that are at the cost of other people. Like I'm watching the TV of some of these people. I don't understand. They're telling me the water is clean but you stir it and it looks like there's, you know, coolant in it, then like, then obviously it's not clean. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't believe the government at any other time, but now the EPA is telling me the water is great, even though I could see that it's not. And you're just like, Hmm, I'm confused. Like just leave. I know it's not easy, but if we're talking about your animals are dying and your drinking water is poison, then you're going to have to leave. I'm sorry. And there's these cringe conspiracy theorists out there. And as a guy who, who likes conspiracies, this Stu Peters guy who's from Canada, this is a blatant liar. And this is the people that I talk about. 
that I that I mean when I talk with these people. Just he'll just post something and and do no research into it, and then people will. And this is like a right wing problem. People will just share and be like, "See, like like see, they're trying like this is true. Like see, here's another thing." And it that's not it's just always a problem. That's happening everywhere. Well, my point is that you get these people who who it's the fourth, fifth, and the sixth thing, just like the train derailments or the the truck that overturned on the highway in Texas, like, unless you think that guy purposely overturned his truck, I mean, that's a possibility, uh, on the side of the highway. And then it's not a conspiracy that this truck was overturned. So this Stu Peters guy is the guy who had, um, remember the Pat King guy from Canada who said he got the government of Alberta to admit that there was no virus. Uh, th this was a guy whose show it was on where he was just like, Oh, so what you're saying is this. And this is the guy who just, he's a guy who just posts stuff, does no research at all. And he knows that people are going to, going to take it that way. It'd be like, if it'd be like, um, the tire Tyree Nichols guy, if you posted that and said yet another black man killed by police, people are just gonna be like, Oh my God. And then you click on it and you look into it and it's like, Oh, it was, it was five black cops. So it's not the, you know, racial, thing that people thought it was but you're banking on them you know clicking on that or believing that on purpose and sharing it that's what the type of people i'm talking about so when i talk about conspiracy people drumming up conspiracies it's like these people online think that they're the only ones with access for information and everybody just thinks they're some sort of reporter now and, it, and it, maybe it annoys me more than good but it's just like and and I see somebody in chat just being like predictive programming. It's a uh, it's Twitch guy, unfortunately, because I did love you, Twitch guy. But predictive programming all over the place, Operation Northward. It's like, dude, do you think that the, like I I've been on the internet since it started. Like I know about conspiracies. There isn't this special access to information that Stu Peters or the 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 latest person who's a Canadian you know lockdown skeptic has. The guy in the car who says Canada's having a draft soon, they don't have the special access to information that they want to claim. It's just not true. We all have the internet. It's just not a it's just not a thing, is what I'm trying to say. Is these people aren't special. And when you start treating these stories like everything is, you know, you bet the farm on everything, then you're gonna start to look stupid. And the the problem with these people is they don't have that, you know, they don't have the responsibility. Because they're just, you know, people from wherever. There was this one guy in his car sh shouting stuff. They don't have to have a, a reputation for this stuff. If I go on and I start saying, you know, um, the government admitted this and that, and it turns out not to be true, then people aren't going to hire me and people aren't going to trust me or follow me. When I'm conspiracy guy X from his car saying, I have a connection in the military, you don't have to believe me or not. He's going to come back the three days later and say the same thing. And people are going to be like, see, I'm sharing this. It's all a clout chase. Eric Butler, TatumReport.com. Yeah. Well, see how I roll that is. back they're, into a promotion. They're, they're uh, look, the, the guy X on Reddit or guy X on 4chan, unfortunately, for better or for worse, is just as trustworthy as the media now. So is what it is. They're all the same. Uh, Twitch guy, I don't like you anymore. Um, wow, way to uh, way to get rid of a yeah. way to get rid of a viewer. Good job. Yeah, it's fine. I don't like him anymore. Uh, he because I said that Pat King isn't a real guy um, who got the government yeah, to admit something. Getting... <laughs> now I now I think now according to him I think COVID is you know this uh, uh, is all on the level. 
and everything. That's that's the same I'm talking about. Oh, this person said this one thing. Therefore, I my special internet access. I've got AOL Messenger. I've got the AOL browser. I've got special internet access. But uh, we still love you, Twitch guy. I don't actually dislike you. I just think like you think that there's this special corner of the internet that you only have access. To. We need to keep anything else, viewer. Eric. No, we need to keep that viewer. Shout out, Twitch guy. Buy my book. <laughs> Um, buy eric's book if you don't like them yeah and uh, uh subscribe like to my channel i'm gonna book. be posting uh i'm gonna be posting on my channel a bunch more now like uh we we spoke offline a little bit maybe a daily show maybe something like that i'll try to you know do my own thing and uh what if you wear a different costume every day one day you're a girl another day you're a clown eric the clown that's a good reference you know that reference i do know that reference shout out seinfeld <laughs> classic uh All yeah right. buy the book that's it long long you episode today. you were screaming at, we... uh, screaming at the twitch guy twitch guy took up three minutes extra that i didn't want to do uopod.com um my stuff andrew says tv.com eric's report and opine on everything uh, and then of course subscribe to us share it and if you're listening we love you podcast is growing on all streaming spotify itunes and google see you next sunday 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 turn it up jordan